Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 166 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny, sometimes interview guests, and talk about our love of the game. We are here this week with our hosts, Des Raven, Sin Media, and Kingsley Mech. How are we doing tonight? Magical, as always, sir. How are y'all doing? I'm all right. <laughs> I'm just all right. <laughs> just all right. <laughs> I heard a weird noise from your side, Des. <laughs> yes. Yes, that weird noise would have been me. I'm doing okay, if not a little weird. Weird Isn't that half fun? To help. Anything interesting to talk about, or, or just leave it at that? Uh, not really. <laughs> okay. No, that's okay. Yeah. I'll start with my... Oh, go ahead. No, I was, just, I was saying, I'm just kind of here, man. I'm going, I'm going with good. the flow. It's all, it's all good. Um, yeah, um, I uh, missed last week, uh, partially due to some... Um, pain that I had and then partially from till forgetting till the last second and just an update on that I haven't been able to get all the tests completed yet that I want to and the last ones are scheduled for tomorrow and then hopefully I'll know you know however long after that it goes back to the general doctor but um, yeah just for those that aren't aware I've been having some uh, worse and worse um, pain arthritis type symptoms uh, mostly in my index finger, right hand, pretty darn swollen, uh, stuff that, um, most likely would be osteoarthritis or worst case rheumatoid arthritis. And so I need to take the tests and see what it's like. And, um, it's been something that I've had a little bit for a few years, but it's getting to the point where the pain is just getting a little bit unmanageable and makes it also I haven't been playing as much lately. I did play a bit last night, but other than that, I just haven't been feeling like playing, which is kind of sad because even though there's not as much going on in Destiny, I would even like love to start another game. Like I have so many on my list, like Tiny Tina's and um, Cyberpunk and stuff, but uh, until I figure this out, you know, not as much in the mood for playing. But enough about me. That's just a just an update how things are. So hopefully I'll get some resolution on that soon. Nice. Hopefully. Because that could be, I'm sure, isn't it? You said it's pretty painful, right? Yeah, pretty painful. <laughs> Oof. And I don't like taking just painkillers, just whatever, unless there's like a plan or doctor's orders or something that's more suited for the specific issue. I don't want to just be downing Advils and you know, until I know what's going yeah. on. So I need to get this figured out. Yeah. Hopefully soon. Hopefully. Hopefully. But, um, yeah, let's talk about uh, <clears throat> what we've been doing in the game or other games, if anything is interesting. I played more Guardians of the Galaxy the other night. Oh, yeah? How's that? Yeah, you got about three, I guess they call them, each section is a chapter or whatnot. Um Got three more chapters knocked out. It's pretty good so far. I've been enjoying the uh, storyline of it. Um, you know, it's like going back and getting used to controls all over again every time I play. Uh, played it now. This is the second time, but it's been like a few weeks since I played it that last time. And um, just from playing Destiny so much, 
trying to remember all the all the controls is a little bit of a bear but i've been really enjoying it uh the you know the graphics uh as far as that that's decent um storyline really good i'm kind of interested in seeing how it plays out uh they kind of threw a twist uh with one of the like transmissions that they listened to uh this last part that I, that i was in um not to spoil too much of the story but they're trying to pay a fine and uh the main character sees like somebody he knew from the past and this kid who could probably be related to him. And they hears this transmission from them. And it, and it kind of sounds like they're in trouble because it's all staticky, um, which sounds like a plot of like a lot of like movies like that or stories like that, but it's been pretty good. I want to see how they play it out in this uh, game. Played a little destiny too. Um, yeah. Anything interesting in destiny? Yeah, not much in the realm of Destiny 2. I've been uh, taking it easy the past couple weeks. I uh, did finish last week's Sever. Uh, to the point of doing the Sever this week, but haven't completed it yet. Plan on jumping in tonight to, to knock that out really quick. Um, let's see, what else did I run? That's actually probably about it. I've just been working on you know the seasonal challenge, the weekly seasonal challenges uh, because I've been a little bit behind uh, this time around on getting them done. Especially with next week, it looks like coming up the uh, caretaker challenges coming around with Master Val. Um, so I'd like to get my level up a little more just so I could potentially do it and knock that uh, yeah, seal and that's, triumph out. That's going to be what sixteen hundred power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and where are you at right now not close not close 1573 but yeah. i'm also using uh i'm not using my maxed out equipment though okay using, so maybe using, you'll get to uh, 1576 <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> which speaking of i've seen i i am hoping to also soon reach the uh 1570 above range and uh i saw in the member stats earlier there's there's a fair amount of people on the even in the 1580s, the crazy grinders, Mr. Monkey, probably Mohafo, Helios, people like that. I'm like, wow, people, you're already up there. I mean, honestly, if you're already at the uh, pinnacle cap now, which is what, 1570? It's more about the XP, though. Right. It's, it's only going to be 10 from the... I almost am at the... I'm like seven-ish at the pinnacle thing, so it's really more the other artifact that they're doing it so right eh, understandable yeah i do want to talk about the sever missions des have you been um keeping up with that stuff in the game yes i have been doing the severs eagerly uh wow <laughs> uh, right? yeah it's it, it's definitely like a <laughs> it actually got me to the point where i almost thought uh, because last, uh, as last week, Sever had us introduced uh, to apparently Zavala's wife. Yeah. So oh, what's the name, I, uh, Elisa, Sophia, was so it? Sophia or some? Yeah, you're Sophia right. Sophia, because I know he he abbreviates it to Safi. Yeah, but the name is getting awful with names. But uh, it actually had me for a quick moment last week where I thought Zavala might have actually broken like his own golden rule and found out about his past until of course the cutscene happened and we find out he quit being a guardian before guardians were a thing and had a life yeah and that was, <laughs> that was a nice kind of like 
makes sense why I say this in a second, but sneaky place to put that cutscene in because kind of weird, like in the middle of the season on a, I almost would have thought they would have put that on the second week of the Zavala to have some big, uh, you know, the resolution week, but it makes sense yeah. what the cutscene is, but I don't know. It was pretty cool just to kind of mix that in there. Like we can't expect that stuff every week, but when we get them, they're pretty darn cool. Yeah. Yeah, so far they're, especially like the placement, like everything about these seasonal cutscenes are absolutely amazing. And uh, the weekly missions are working for me. I mean, this is neat, even though there's, yeah. you know, the same, same-ish areas, they mix it up a little bit. But of course, the big payoff is the ending. And well, hearing the story along the way, actually, plus the ending yeah. and this week being different, the resolution, you know, it's always like the the angst week and then like the resolution week, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> kind of the, kind of how it is um, with this being week four. So, you know, first two crow, second two Zavala crow and, and Aldrin Zavala and his wife. And uh, I mean, it's not really a spoiler. They have the pictures out the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keitel. And, but the only thing is I can't tell is that, um, let's go that, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's not. Someone thought it was going to be callous. Like, no, no, no. It doesn't look like. No. That's, uh, yeah. No, no. I don't think. Because here, like the, because uh, it's one one thing I've been like thinking over. Because of course, in our I think of or certain discussions uh, in the Discord, which you should definitely join. Um, <laughs> what the season started is. Uh, the general consensus is it might have been more interesting or more of something if Crow's Phantom was Cade, but it kind of goes against what these phantoms are, which are legitimately like our deepest regrets. And if you look at Aldrin's life, and especially how it went down, Cade is nowhere on that list. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm glad it was... Yeah. Aldrin. it i yes. i loved oh, that storyline and you know there's been little mini discussions i'm sure you and me have seen at times where several people i'd say if we had to take a poll probably like 40 percent of the people out there are kind of sick of the crow storyline but it's still working for me great oh, and yeah. uh yeah. and i think even the naysayers when they saw this little story beat these the last couple of weeks like oh that's some deep stuff <laughs> right like legitimate like definitely in like the, the the whiny angst definitely can take its toll. But yeah, the this is essentially like the story I was hoping for, like when Crow was first risen, when they showed that cutscene of Aldrin being risen by now Glint, formerly Porkchop. Um, I still love that. Yeah, it's like th this is the stuff. Like they hinted at it with his like. You know, before he came to the city being basically beaten and worse by other guardians just because of his face. Uh, but I think that this is definitely full circle. But I can also definitely agree with the naysayers and the fact that we need a different crow now, though. <laughs> yeah, this seems like it's kind of getting to an end-ish yeah. point. You know, we need that crow that's chosen by the light and shown to be given the vision of the eagle hawk thing, whatever. 
and find like that's definitely more where the interest is now because this story is essentially for me like closed you know like it's it's his redemption arc and like from this moment forward we definitely you know we just need something else yeah and it's kind of brilliant that they can do that with three different characters right <laughs> in one season right because i don't know they because they, this could result in a potentially slightly better Zabal. Because who knows how heavily, like, I mean, it it was essentially like a wrong choice, like, from what he felt like, and now he's come to terms with it. So, I mean, potentially we might get a slightly less, uh, I don't even know the term for it, but I I guess a more decisive uh, Zavala. Yeah, yeah, and and shout out to Mohafo in the Discord. He says, hopefully a Zavala that isn't endlessly mourning. Yes, maybe a more yes, lenient exactly. Zavala, more decisive one. Yes, he agrees with you. Yep. So yeah, so so hopefully, like I said, it, it would be very interesting to see the exact repercussions, of, or not repercussions. Well, I mean, they essentially are, but that has a negative connotation. But yeah, you know what's going to but... what's going to come of this resolution? There we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, next week we start Keitel. Oh boy. Yeah, and uh, it'll be. I, I really don't know what to expect there because you know the other two characters, and Keitel still seems like a newbie on the field, you know, and so uh, it, it, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where that goes. Well, interestingly enough, it's probably some of the lore attached to one of the weapons. We do learn that while he was a gladiator, like Keitel really looked up to or respected Gaul as a fighter. So, yeah, I would love to like dive into more of that and see exactly why potentially this could be her greatest regret. Makes sense. <sighs> well, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. You know, it's interesting. Um, hold on, just moving my mic here a little bit. In the past, you know, with my schedule being somewhat flexible, I would sometimes take off Friday afternoons in case I wanted to do a raid with Mr. Monkey or something. But now I'm like, uh, Tuesdays, Tuesdays are the time to take off if I can, because a uh, reset, right? <laughs> get the, right? Get the new mission because it's the stories are so interesting, at least for the next couple of weeks. And then there might be yeah. a little bit of a extra lull in the game. But uh, yeah, potentially like these, the seasonal stuff tends to go through about a six to or around a six or so week cycle. So, Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see like the actual resolution of this all because again, there's 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 a lot of things that aren't making people nervous and that aren't drawing up questions. So they make me wonder even more the less I hear about this conversation. Um, gotcha. yeah. which, which Laz knows exactly what I'm talking about, and that was in the first week as Eris is binding these minds to the crown. Which I, I feel I need to remind people: this was a relic created by Sabathun as she was the Witch Queen. So, I mean, this was something that she designed to take control of someone trying to tap into Hive power, which is exactly why we had the Crown of Sorrow raid. Because mm-hmm. she was kind of she was hoping it would be Callus, but then Callus made Galran put it on. 
So then it ended up being Gowron. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so this is like the fairly powerful hive artifact, and Ares yeah. just casually drops the line that it now serves a new witch. Yeah, I might have missed that. That was like an exact quote also that she said. So Yeah. <laughs> the fact she threw that line I've I've been debating mentally, like that and the whole uh you know, Eris maniacal laughter whenever you pull whenever you wield the scythe randomly yeah. during uh containment is like that and that I, I'm have <sighs> I don't know if they're just hard foreshadowing the potential of at least a piece of the dark future coming true where Eris becomes the new witch queen, essentially. Or if it's all just a red herring because they're leaning that hard into it. Yeah. It, I kind of hope it's not just a red herring or at least not soon, but it might be a, still a long, long-term thing, right? Right. Because, I mean, she is still the vendor for the moon, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be awesome if, like, something changes Uh, (laughs) mid-year? I mean, it's not unprecedented. Um, And then all of a sudden, she's not the vendor for the moon. (laughs) Of course, you know, they'd have to have something else there, I guess. But uh, we'll just just put her in two places like they did with the crow for a while. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Evil heiress and not evil heiress. <laughs> I mean, if Zer and Crow can be in two places at once, why can't I she? I know, but <laughs> this would be even more crazy because there's like, we're not supposed to be talking to her if she's evil, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, at least Crow, it was just like, I forgave that one. That seemed like part technical, but also part like, I don't know, maybe watching too many Marvel movies or everything, but uh, there's just other versions. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Ah, but yeah, good good storyline. Yeah, it's it's very interesting to see where they'll go from here, and if if that's where they dive. Also, I wouldn't be surprised if they bolt the moon. Just just saying. (laughs) Oh yeah, I I get you. I mean, moon, dreaming city. I'm still surprised that could be one. Uh, But moon definitely would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think the moon has anything extravagant. Oh no, wait, guard garden is attached to moon. Never mind. I mean, yeah, that is true. I mean, they could they could still put it under the uh, what is it, the legends tab, if they wanted to keep. Well, I mean, that. but presumably that's why they didn't get rid of the dreaming city because the dungeon and the raider are attached to it. Yeah, and and if I had to have guessed at first, that would be the next one to go with the next DLC, because uh, now the oldest raid. Um, so it could eventually go, you know, um, I mean, potentially we still don't know the extent of what bolting will have to do to keep up with, uh, cause I mean, it's, it, it's a bandaid solution to too much stuff. So, I mean, there's going to yeah. have to be some, some give and take somewhere and they're going to eventually have to take a raid because I don't, other than like the EDZ and Nessus. I don't think there's anywhere else that doesn't have a that's not new and doesn't have a rate attached to it. Yeah. Yep. So eventually, I mean, but we're getting it's for the fact of doing vaulting. It, I wouldn't be like as sad with them taking away one raid because I kind of again expecting it, and we're getting. I mean, 
two new raids. I mean, the Val the Disciple yeah. and whatever else is coming. So, <laughs> which, yeah, I know. I was talking about this the other day with Hazel, actually, yesterday. And I'm like, we are at most two months away. That's when the new season starts. So, hopefully, we even find out at least a couple weeks at a time, but maybe they'll keep it a surprise till the very end. But uh, in at least two more weeks, we will um, know about King's Hall coming back unless we get pleasantly surprised <laughs> with something else. <laughs> right. All right, that's for sure. I don't know, like I said, it, they could always, like, well, it's just everything they're talking about. It definitely seems like it's going to be King's Hall, but, again, I will not, not be disappointed if they somehow could get Wrath back out. Oh, of it's course. It's like, oh, surprise, we got right? you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that'd be awesome. Um. While we're on the topic of the Sever Missions too, we had a um, just a funny, li- fun little question from uh, Mr. Monkey in oh, our God. Patreon channel. Yeah. He wrote, uh, I'd love to hear um, what, well, Dual Master Des thoughts on <laughs> what the Kallus Robot says in this week's server mission, or it, it can really even mean any week. As I've been watching the American Office for the first time pretty much every night for the last few months when Kallus speaks, all I see is this. And it's a picture of oh, what's his name now? Um, uh, you know the the dumpy guy, the dumpy guy. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've I've been dreading answering this question, and it's come to the fact that I haven't even answered it in Discord because it's like, but it's I I, I haven't watched The Office. Okay, well that guy like, is ever. just <laughs> just think of that guy as like a dumb guy, and like. I forget what his position is, but like people ask him questions and he just, he has like crackers on his face and he answers like a second grader, basically. Kevin's oh, his okay. name. Thanks, Mojafo. So there's not much you need to know about it, but, and I'm, I'm not sure exactly where Mr. Monkey is going with this too, other than I can see like the callous robot kind of looks like <laughs> if you take the robot parts out of the equation so much, like pretend you have some skin over it, you know? <laughs> I know, right? Um, and I don't know. I don't think I've looked too deeply into the Kalos robots either. Um, I'm I'm definitely her the first and second, uh, but also at the same time, what's basically ruined my image of Kalos was uh, has been duality. <laughs> mm. uh, because you have these memory, like this one specific like memory that you find. Where he's basically just a toddler throwing a tantrum, like quite literally, and the fact that I won't eat, I won't do anything, I'll just waste away. Okay, well, Kevin is like like, that too. He'll throw tantrums at times. So, yeah, (laughs) yes, I get it. (laughs) So, yeah, so I mean, this this other side of Cal, this like, we'll call it the Kevin side of Callus. It's like, what? Uh, I, I guess I shouldn't be surprised because, again, his entire like mo before this has been, you know, opulence, you know, uh, the opulence and such, and uh, oh god, whatever they called it for, you know, the Roman Empire, like you know, just the hedonism. There we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Essentially, um, yeah, it's just all. I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but also hearing it, it's just like a oh wow, it's like really okay. Yeah, I'm. Mm, I don't know. I definitely have some thoughts on uh, this potentially being like the next disciple of the witness. 
which is definitely where they're going because again duality gives us a lot of insight on callus or not callus yeah callus yeah um <laughs> but um but no because again like even when he like because during the leviathan it was always implied and even i think stated by him on separate occasions that he was trying to make us a shadow like his personal assassin which he could very well may have been doing but also at the same time yes he was legitimately like working with the darkness or the witness at that time and only having us jump through hoops because we entertained him yep so yes is, yeah. Levi <laughs> for those that compared leviathan to a game show yes it basically was <laughs> ooh yeah there, there's there's a couple other topics that I'm thinking about now, and and speaking of the game show Leviathan, um, uh, there's been some talk. I don't I don't get it, but people think, oh, maybe Leviathan's coming back as a raid. And would that, would that count as a reprised raid? Because okay. it's not in the game now. See, they didn't say I. And I was talking to someone about this the other night too, and I found the actual original quote. They didn't say reprised raid. They said a raid from D1, if you find the quote. And they said, and it's going to be a larger raid, so that knocks out one of the other two. So by them saying that, they have to only be talking about the D1 raids, okay? Because Vault didn't count, because we already had Vault, and then the three other raids is King's Fall, Wrath, and Crota. And they said it's going to be a larger one, so I think that knocks out one of one of the three that are left. So... Reprised, you can call it reprised, but unless they're yeah, tricking they us or something, they specifically said it was going to be a D1 raid. So I don't know why people are thinking. I mean, I get it. We're having the Leviathan season now, and they brought back, in essence, much of the Leviathan. Yeah. But, but come on, people. Don't ex don't think that the Levi Leviathan raid's coming back. It's not. No. And even if it did, they would have to change things dramatically. It can't come back as it is right now, is the derelict Leviathan. Because the, the encounters, like, if you go in, like, the pools area, there's no water. There's there's Things are different. They would have to dramatically change the encounters, or somehow we're going to change the derelict Leviathan back to the normal Leviathan is the only way the raid would work. So, um, yeah, another reason why it's not coming back. I mean, I if, they did something, if they did that, I would be super amazed. I'd eat my words. Because that would be the biggest <laughs> trick ever. Because either way, it's going right. to be a lot of work changing the encounters or bringing it back to regular Leviathan, even though we have derelict Leviathan right now. Yeah. And I'd yeah, be super sure. impressed then. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think, no, I don't, if they do bring it back whenever they do, I don't think it's going to be derelict. Because again, I, I, I think they specifically mentioned the fact that a legacy tab is more so, it's not like, because you know, even though the vault has newer enemies and the encounters are changed, it's not like indicative of like what vault is now or what vault was. It's yeah. this weird in between. I guess you can kind of basically uh, uh, envision it as like you know a Loki branching timeline essentially, where what if vault was released? Essentially, yeah, that's what it is. Is what vault would be if released with current resources. So it's like the yeah. old story, an old setting, but 
newer enemies, newer mechanics, you know. Yeah, and that's the only reason why when they do bring King's Fall back, at least I have a little bit of hope it won't be as dumb, dumb, basic as it was. Uh, yeah. But I still have a feeling it's going to be like Vogue in D2, and we'll have fun for a couple months and then quickly get bored. I got quicker bored of Vogue raid than any other raid ever, at least D2 Vogue. I had more fun in D1 Vogue for a longer period of time. <laughs> I don't That's know. My, me, my, yeah. yeah, my nostalgia is still carrying me. Like, if, if a Vogue would pop up like within my time frame, then yeah, I would still 100% run it. So. <laughs> Like oh, D1 no, Vogue, you mean? Or? No, D2 Vogue. Like, oh, D2 Vogue, um, gotcha. Like, yeah. No, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Well, like, like, my memories of D1 Vogue are, like, carrying that hard enough that, yeah, I'm actually still into D2 Vogue. <laughs> nice. Well, still nothing I, wrong with that. Here's the thing. Okay, and there is Master, which can bring some more interest to it in theory, but I don't like how they're doing Master. I wish they would have done like hard mode VOG and brought it back into D2 where the encounters are slightly different where, where right. yeah, the power level is a little higher, but it's not freaking 1590 starting. Right. Uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I myself yeah. am also missing what was essentially prestige Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was fun. Prestige Leviathan was fun. Yeah. Because, yes, the enemies were slightly tougher. They weren't as easy. You couldn't entirely run through them, but they didn't absolutely murder you at every turn. And there were just enough very slight changes that made it different than running the regular. You know, like, I guess also my most... It's fresher in my mind because it was the hardest for us to... uh get over was just the fact that they added two extra dogs on patrol in the gardens. <laughs> but it made it so hard because yeah. you were using those exact paths before, but now you could. Yep. <laughs> I feel like maybe also there was a couple extra yellow bars on the side, but you're, you're right. It was mostly just the two dogs, but it was just so brilliant where they were in the spots you did not want them to be. <laughs> right? Because yeah. Those areas made things like super easy access to like cut between, but <laughs> now you can't. But but I really loved Gauntlet and the end encounter on Prestige because yes, it was so interesting. Just Gauntlet was so much more fun where you had to do the rotating strat and shoot extra scions in the air, and then and then of course the end encounter, people getting teleported in and out randomly. Whoever's punching oh. the scion and it just oh and is that's so fun just getting teleported in and not knowing where you're going to be and you just start sliding. You're like okay, I'm coming in on the right, <laughs> you know, and everyone has to like move. Like you know why they don't keep them in there anymore? Because they give that in us give basically give us harder mechanics like that now in the raids. They don't give it's not such an easy time in raids, I think. So they have to they have to artificially and create create that artificial uh, difficulty by raising the power level. Well, kind of, but didn't wasn't there still more in hard mode VOG that we don't even have in D two VOG? I'm trying to remember what they added like um, that made it different. Was it more Gorgons? Was it more something else? Um, so there's still there's still things they could do to make it interesting and different. I feel like. Uh, instead of just adding the champions and putting the power level up. 
but but I do think if they, even though I don't think Leviathan's coming back at least soon, maybe it'll come back later. If it did, I would also be happy because for some reason, a lot of people, that's like their favorite raid on, on normal mode anyways. And there's a large portion of the community, especially a lot of people that aren't playing these days, that I know would come back and play that raid a lot. Uh, so we would have a big resurgence of people playing. Um, and King's Fault, to some extent, I'm sure will bring some people in. But oh, yeah. I, I really think Leviathan um, could be a ringer. So who knows? Who knows? But I, I still yeah, don't think it's, at least not this season, it's not coming in back. I mean, yeah, because there's definitely going to be a lot of people. Because, um, I mean, there's a lot of Taken Tots that will have, uh, you know, the nostalgia factor that Bog gave me. You know, it, it may not be their favorite, but it was still like their first like rating account. So that will carry a heavy weight for many people. I definitely. Yeah, it was, it was my first. I wonder if I should, uh, when it comes back, uh, I'll have to get burning wing out of retirement. I'll, I'll <laughs> add you in there. I'll just count you as being a first. I don't know if you technically were in the first run. Um, but yeah, I don't think we'll it was get... in the first, but I do remember at least reminding. So I was definitely mm -hmm. still early, but not, yeah, I don't think the first. But if you're listening, Burning Wing, you better be ready to play the game next season. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Bring you out of retirement for some Kingsfall runs. Mm -hmm. Kingsfall for Kingsley. That's where we're Which going. I, <laughs> right? Which I would definitely have to do with Burning anyway. So hopefully he can come out of retirement if Kingsfall comes back. Because again, that was like our that was like our biggest bonding moments back in the day. Because again, he worked nights, I worked nights. And there we were, mainly with Australians or Holden Court, who lived in Hong Kong. So, yeah. <laughs> night, Derp, night, ugh, night Derp Crew was interesting, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing some, uh, and then it also worked out well with me being um, Pacific time zone and some of the Eastern people. I mean, yeah, not if you were working certain shifts, but a lot of the normal shift Eastern people were going to bed, but then I was able to play with like Australian also. Like <laughs> I remember I played, I, I remember the first time I met, um, oh, what's his name? Sin from the podcast. You're on Bushman Bob. Audit. Yeah, Bushman Bob. Crota Raid was the first time I played with him. So, I don't know. Yeah. Ah, memories. <laughs> memories. Member berries. <laughs> Those were the days. Mm hmm. Okay, so there was that topic, and then there was maybe one other, but I forget right now. We talked about Sever Mission. We talked about, uh, we talked about, well, while we're at it, before I forget to, um, because I like to mix it up, we don't have to just do this at the end of the show, but then we can get into um, any TWAP talk if it's worth it, and then anything yeah. else that's on our mind. But, um, you know, that question, and again, you can ask questions anywhere in our Discord, feel free. But um, anywhere, Mr. Monkey did ask that question in our Patreon channel. And you may ask, what is the Patreon channel? Well, the Patreon channel is for people that want to support the podcast. It's $5 a month, and it just helps with our hosting fees and things such as that. But you do get some benefits for doing that. You can change one of our names. Uh, cinnamon or Cinnamon Roll. Are you, Cin, are you Cinnamon Roll now because of a Patreon, or was that? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, that was Cato. Cato's enactment, I believe. Nice. 
So uh, yeah, you have that ability or you can ask us a question for the show or you can choose to do a raid with us. Speaking of Cato, isn't today that he's tying the knot? Yeah, I'm sure Is he wants that announced on the podcast. No, I'm sure he doesn't <laughs> mind. <laughs> he doesn't mind. By the time everybody's listening to this, it'll be passed. It he is might... today, I believe. Yes. So congratulations to Cato, everyone in the Discord. Uh, when you hear this, give him a shout out. Make sure you add him in every channel. Yes, add no, him. Every channel. We don't do that shit over here, Sin. Yeah, that's amateur <laughs> stuff. We'll leave that to the other guys. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. I want to give shout outs to our patrons. We have, I'm just starting from the top of the list here. We have Mr. Gator from Guardian Downcast. We have a newer one, Fiery Pink Yoda. Yoda! Very, very much appreciate that, Yoda. We have All Thumbs, Cloud Nebula, Grackle, Red Grackle, Mr. Monkey, of course, Plublup, Philip, and Kato. So thank you very much, everyone. Yes, Indeed. much appreciated. We yeah. deeply appreciate your contribution. Yeah. And we don't ask this of anyone, so no worries. If you cannot donate any money, this will continue to be a free podcast. It's just, if you can, it's just a fun thing. And the yeah. money is just going back into all our bots and things like that. Um, there's always more I want to do and um, more advanced bots and cool website things. So uh, don't worry. We're not just giving it all over to sin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Like how much even comes in any every month or yeah, I just know it's not tons. It's not. But think right. about it. it. We I only have the five dollar level right now, so I mean people can right. donate more if they want, but they have to manually type that in. So gotcha. <laughs> because I don't know. I mean I I may change it down the road, but to me I I just really wanted this to be a thing like oh you know we're not trying to like sucker you into higher amounts doing this or that it's just five dollars that's it like everyone's kind of evil playing field now again if you want to donate more there is a custom link you can click on to put a higher number but i'm not trying to push anyone into anything so if you can afford anything at all five and if you can't that's totally fine too but i just to me that just seemed like a good round number yeah and it's pretty much the cost of any subs uh, like subscription-based model right now there you go uh, because Twitch is what four ninety nine, technically. Um, you, I think YouTube membership is also at that level. So I, I mean, to, it's I can go to four ninety eight to say we're cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, it's it's standard content creator, which I hate using that word. Um, like support fair, essentially. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, if you want. Go ahead, like you can sign up and you can have a special little room where you get to annoy us and it doesn't get lost in the clutter. Mm -hmm. Change change Kingsley's name often. Yes. Yeah. Change change mine too. Um, but yeah, we don't try to talk about this too often, just about once a month or so. But since it's a lighter episode tonight, especially with Twab News and everything. But yeah, we've been having fun discussing the story stuff for sure. I do remember the other topic. Uh the dungeon. Um, I want to give a shout out to, I ran it again last night um, with um, Hazel. We did a raid actually. And then after that did uh, the dungeon with Hazel. 
And with, oh, let me look up the name. It's on the tip of my tongue. Hazel's in the chat, I think. Um, I'm going to go over their Discord here too. But um, it was a lot of fun. And I did get my sword, the exotic. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Slammon. Slammon was the other person. I, I Thank you, Hazel. I was going to look that up eventually. But um, it is a really good dungeon. And I think partially because of just sometimes I hit those things hard at first and then I lose some interest. And then plus some of the pain I've been having in my hand. I haven't really been looking forward to running it again, but then they asked if we wanted to run it again last night. I had a lot of fun going back in it again. That plus getting the sword kind of got me interested in getting actually going for the title and uh, the seal. And um, there's the main, you know, sticking points for anyone would be uh, master and solo. I was asking some people about master. They said it's it's fairly difficult. It's harder than grasp master mostly because of ad density. So that'll be interesting to see, but I'm sure we can get a crew together at some point to get it done. And then solo, I think it won't be too bad, especially because it doesn't need to be solo flawless. Have you, Sin, I know you've been looking at getting some of the, and of course there's the other things, but they're all easy, like all same subclass, all class, things like that. Um, Sin, have you, because I know you were interested in that. Have you looked into trying solo at all yet or master with anyone? Uh, not master yet. I've been contemplating solo. Uh, you're right. It, you don't have to do it flawless, which is nice. And it's just the, um, you just got to spend the time to go and do it. It's mm -hmm. definitely possible. I think now with solar, uh, the solar subclass changes. I think most any class can get in there and, and have an easy time, you know, healing nades or, you know, healing aspects or abilities that you can do to stay alive a little bit longer. Um, you just got to, Find a good DPS weapon and just not care how long it takes you to to melt them. You don't have to melt the boss in one phase or, or two phases. You just got to keep yeah. plucking at it and, and yeah, taking exactly. your time with it is just the thing is that's the toughest part is to having the patience to take your time. But I have more of a desire for this dungeon than going through grasp. I don't know, for some reason, you know what it was? Well, and again, grasp the big pole was doing the solo flawless. Was that because of some cool thing that it was like an emblem or something, right? Yeah, I, don't I think why a lot of people were going for solo flawless. For it. But I was always like, uh, the stupid sparrow part in the middle just was so demoralizing. Even though I'd gotten better after many times of practicing it, I just, yeah, the pirate ship emblem. Um, but um, even still, I was like, I just do not want to have to run that and then get messed up in the middle with the sparrow part. But this dungeon. You're right. It's just, it won't be too bad. I think solo, just chip away at it. Yep. The uh, emblem for the solo flawless grasp was the one, um, it looked like a map with a pirate ship on it or that ship. Yeah. Well, shout out to all the, all those of you that have that. For sure. It definitely takes something. I yeah. remember trying <laughs> that, just soloing it, and I gave up the ogre. <laughs> like, man, this is hard. hard. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I might, <laughs> yeah, I might try it again now that solar is a thing or, you know, solar 3.0 is a thing. Um, I might give it another shot potentially, potentially like my patience may not be that, uh, <laughs> strong, but, um, I also have 
Oh, God, it was like uh, recently cleared a duality with Lumina and a newer member of the Discord. Was that just the 14th? Was that just like two days ago? That was just like two days ago. Oh, oh is it the new name that I've seen that's been chatting some? Yeah, the. the uh, yeah, I, I have no idea how to, attempt how to pronounce, it. To pronounce yeah. that. Um, but uh, it, it was interesting to run it. Uh, is it kind of non communicative? And I'm not sure if it was by choice or not. It might be by choice. But either way, uh, it was cool to run you know, with Lumina and uh, to help them with their uh, first clear. Oh, that's awesome. I believe. It might not have been a first player. Uh, was it a first player? I, I don't know for sure, but it, I want to say I would say yes if I'm imagining the conversation in my head. <laughs> either way, it might, it may or may not. By the way, it was really cool to help someone get through in that moment. So, yeah. yeah. And I want to give a shout out to our amazing Discord also. Um, you know, this is always something that in theory I support, but in practice we're seeing it in our Discord. But people with different abilities of communication, hearing, speaking, whatever. Um, if you would have asked me a couple years ago, and, and this is more I'm just thinking like people just being stupid, like not wanting to talk in a raid, but there was no ability issues. But I'm like, no, yeah. I don't want to do a raid if someone's not going to be on comms, right? But now we've been doing some raids and other activities with not everyone on voice comms and it's totally fine you know it's yeah. people give it a try because we got the text chats we got discord we got in-game chat however you want to play it out you just got to kind of you know type some things out before the encounter um the cool thing is these people i've been playing with that aren't on voice comms are often i feel better than me anyways they're they're hitting all the marks you know Right. So it's like voice comm isn't even really needed. So uh, yeah, I just really want to give shout outs to our Discord that um, we uh, are a welcoming community for all abilities. Indeed, sure. Um, I mean, we I have mean, sin in here, so. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how much more disabled can you get? I mean. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> that's mean. But, oh, wow. <laughs> but but it's only, it's only meant for sin. <laughs> Everyone else is great. <laughs> I was getting ready to say, I mean, I've I've done it, you know, by choice where I've done it, you know, multitasking, you know, not on comms while we're podcasting and trying to help somebody out with a raid. And, you know, I think for the most part, you know, that's a little long- different than what yeah. we're talking about. I know. But um, See, that's the annoying yeah. one I'm talking about. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> most recently, we like, like you've said, we've had the experience to do it with people that that can't do it or can't be oh, of course yeah yeah because uh you know of reasons they they just can't and um and like you said it's been fine they, you know we've used um the one few we've done for during the day we've used uh discord comms and they've worked pretty well and you know typing out and it works and i yep. think that's you know that's definitely a play to you know people who have done it enough um you know kind of have an idea you know as we're going along we don't necessarily need those extra people you know their communication we can just we can pick up some of that slack where we where we would normally maybe need it if somebody new was coming along or we were all new learning the raid mm-hmm. um 
and being super familiar definitely helps as well. But yeah, I mean, Discord is definitely a, a huge, huge uh, part of you know why all that's possible. Yeah, right. for sure. And a uh, reminder, it's pretty cool too that when we are in the Discord voice channels now, they have a chat off to the side. So if people are yes. grouping up in a raid or whatever, they can do a chat in Discord in that voice channel. They don't have to do a group chat somewhere else. They can actually do it in that voice channel. Yeah. Kind of a cool feature they added. Yeah, I think one reason, uh, because I know, at least for me, uh, like potentially just with the communication parts of things, like, of course, Discord is like a huge tool for those that have no other way or uh, due to past experiences, would supremely rather not communicate, which isn't an entirely understandable. Um, but I think one thing that makes it that also helps it make it easier because that's how grammar works. But um, at least for our raid group, uh, starting to do like the chaos method, where just you don't communicate. I think uh, learning to adapt to that also really helps being able to flex like for when people can't, you know? Oh, another thing we did within the last week or so was Ronan Red Lion wanted to run a raid with no HUD at all. Oh, oh yeah, God, yeah, I remember that. I mean, I was there. That was an experience. <laughs> Let me Bad. tell you. I forgot oh. about that. That Okay, so we did DSC, you know, probably one of the, well... To me, DSC, VOG, and Kingsfall are about the same easiness. But it, nonetheless, DSC is fairly easy for all of us that have a lot of runs, right? You know, anyone who has like 20 or more runs, DSC is like oh, yeah. easy, right? So yeah. he was saying, okay, let's start with this one because this might be one of the easiest ones. But you forget what no HUD really means, like everything. <laughs> you can't even see the names of your players and your fire team. You can't. So I put on a silly red a tiger mask so people were like okay kingsley's the right tiger mask just look for that <laughs> and then <laughs> you don't see your health bar i mean yeah you can hear the the ouch sound when you're getting low but <laughs> you don't see your health bar you don't see when your grenades are charged when your supers charged i mean you just have to like do i have a grenade let, let me try throwing it and see <laughs> right no the weapons boss damage i mean we were noticing you know some weapons as as we know, I mean, like Sleeper has a count on it. Some other weapons have things, counts and things like that, but probably most don't. So, um, uh, you know, you just fire weapons. Oh, I'm out of my my special. Right. So, <laughs> you know, uh, and it did make it harder than I expected. Um, I mean, still not too bad for us. We got it done in about two hours, I think. I don't know. That really sounds about right. A little over two or something, but... Um, it was quite a thing. You know, the other thing that you forget too is like you're picking up the things like the bombs or whatever. And, you know, it has the little circle that goes around that takes about a second or two when you pick it up. Well, we're trying to pick it up. We're like, it's not working. I mean, not everyone's saying this, but some people are like, it's not working. Like, no, it's working. It's just the circle you don't see. So you got to wait for the circle pickup time right. before you get it. It was quite a thing. Yeah, that I can just imagine that's like a whole, like, here's a well. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It, it's kind of related to the other topic where, for me too, 
I wasn't just dialing in like, oh, this is dumb, dumb, easy raid. Like I was actually paying much more attention to what all my guardian teammates around me were doing because you had to be much more mindful. And if someone mm-hmm. died, they have to be, they have to very specifically say, I'm down over here because you barely see, like you'll see a ghost over there, but you won't see the normal, easier thing of seeing where someone's down. So yeah, you really have to just kind of more mindfully look at where all the ads are, where all the guardians are at all times, rather than just tank stuff and, and know you're okay until you start seeing your health bar go down. It was fun though. Maybe we'll do some others, but shout out to Ronan for putting that together. I don't know if I'm going to ever be brave enough to do a no HUD, but uh, more power to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it was it definitely was interesting. interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, anything worth talking about in the TWAB this week? Not really. Not no, really. Gonna go and bring it. I, I didn't even... <laughs> it's, it's so unremarkable. I didn't even read it. I skimmed through it and still found absolutely nothing interesting. I know. I feel like and this could I mean, be said by other TWABs, but I really feel like this is one of the least informative ones ever, and it's fine. Which, but, to be, fa- yeah, to be yeah. fair, a chunk of it talks about uh, zone control coming back and basically how that works. But, yeah, at least for me, I mean, I know how zone control works. I used to play it a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and they kind of already told us anyways. They're just kind of re- reiterating now. So didn't they already kind of tell us, I feel like? Potentially? I don't yeah. know. Um, but then they also mentioned the Pride Strike team, which is more of their charitable works. So, not that I want to down any of their charitable work. It's amazing that they have so many like charitable like offshoots and like subgroups or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is fantastic to see, but it does also boil down to it's another of their charitable offshoot <laughs> so yep oh and there's a code for an emblem oh so yeah we'll check that out that's probably one of the more interesting things in here <laughs> yeah i mean it's yeah it's yeah zone control uh potentially you won't get credit for kills and you only get credit oh what's it called mm, domination i believe in like call of duty uh where kills are less mattered and holding the zone or like king of the hill essentially uh, where the points come from holding the zones rather than... I mean, the kills are definitely going to be more important because that's how you control the zone. But, you know, I foresee more, or I guess, another game mode where kills aren't exactly tracked, potentially. Uh, so that might not be great news for the greater majority of the PvP community, but yeah. hey, I like I like zones. So. <laughs> and I'm down to try it too. I, I I do have to say again, like I don't know what the answer is. Like you know, I understand not everyone wants these new modes, but I'm glad they brought it in because it's brought players like me in more to try the things. So exactly. And who knows? I mean, as long as there's a mode that sparks someone's interest, they could. I mean, at the very least, you get more population when those modes are available. And at the very most, you actually get someone that becomes interested in doing Crucible. So, it's kind of a win-win. Okay, they did confirm, though, um, five exotics that they're investigating are not granting the advertised airborne effectiveness stat. 
Um, most oh. notably, one on the list is Wings of Sacred Dawn. I was seeing those clips on Twitter of people floating in the air and not getting their shots. So maybe that's part of the issue there. And sealed by Ahamkara grasps. Hmm. Or like three, wait, what's Peacekeeper? Sealed Ahamkara, Lion Rampant, Peacekeeper, Peregrine Greaves, and Wings of Sacred Dawn. Just as they're investigating, they may not all be full issues, but they are investigating them. They're potential issues. So, yeah. Um, Stuff's the, broken. Stuff's broken. <laughs> I, yeah, we'll say we'll say it that way. Stuff's broken. <laughs> um, I do want to see this movie of the week, though, The Beauty of Raids, so I will pin that for later. Oh, the, uh, but I will... One right above that. Oh, go ahead, Des. No, I was about to say, I will go ahead and respond because Mojave makes an uh, an interesting conversation point, at the very least, uh, and the fact that, uh, or hear me out, the crazy suggestion, stay on the floor to avoid the bloom, maybe. But again, mm -hmm. that's why they're having uh, airborne effectiveness to be built into. So those people that find more success in the air can find more success in the air. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it is bugged and not working, then that's definitely an issue that needs to be... Um, you know, addressed. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, if there's some issues, then, then kind of both sides were a little bit right. You know, people still need to calm down, but Bungie will fix them if there are issues and then it'll be good. Sorry. What were we saying? Yeah. I was going to mention the uh, video right above the Beauty of Raids, uh, the movie of the week, Destiny Bebop. I totally thought of Nalsey on that one because of the uh, the shirt he put together, the shirt design. Very uh, reminiscent of that. Gotcha. So you just went way off into like two miles away at the end of that sentence. Oh, my fault. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was moving closer to the other monitor. I don't know why I was talking at that monitor when the other one's over here. But yeah, it's... Uh, but that one here's an interesting call. thing i would have never thought i mean bungie doesn't really take too much of a stand on well they, okay they do say this thing right here but um i've always wondered like in their public communication which this week at bungie is pretty much public communication but like using strong language you, you know they did i i just saw there's that you know graphic oh, right. below that but and i yeah. do see above warning for use of strong language but i was thinking like Oh wow! What if kids are reading this? <laughs> I mean, I've never yeah, seen the f word ever in a twab before, and it's not literally from them. It's from a, it's from a, a, a community member artist, but still. <laughs> yeah, it. It is funny, um, but yeah, I mean, I also have this because they've, like, I guess to bring up another interesting point. Um, have you noticed there's been a slight like tonal shift since Bungie's taken over like full publishing for Destiny? Because I remember, mm -hmm. especially uh, back in the King's Fall day, they had to be like super careful of like the mention of things like blood and dying and this, that, and the other, you know, to like keep within that T rating that Destiny has. Mm -hmm. But I tend to see a lot more mentionings of, like in the lore and stuff of things like blood and dying. Um, so yeah, that's curious that I'm wondering if that wasn't more of super cautionary stuff that they didn't really need to worry about, but they had to worry about with the publisher. And now that they're the, their own publishers, they're finding out that they can actually w have more wiggle room than they thought they had. <gasps> I, I agree. I think, yeah, it, it's that because 
yeah, they, they feel, obviously they feel comfortable. They can message however they, however they want now. And I think, yeah, it's rated T for teen, but let's be honest, like T for teen these days could still mean, (laughs) I mean, a fair amount of blood and gore. Isn't that crazy? Even most parents these days are probably okay with their kids doing most bloody video games. I don't know. I could be off base, but (laughs) I mean, I mean, hilariously, my brother-in-law's kids play God of War, so. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, sure, like the, let's call it extracurricular, uh, extracurricular scenes for the first two are entirely pretty much optional. But also at the same time, like, blood and mangling is definitely like the center point of God of War. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so I don't know. Extracurricular. Yeah, extracurricular. <laughs> we're we're going to leave it there. <laughs> you can find out more at OnlySins.com. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mo says the, the exact rating is actually, they say it themselves, teen with blood, language, and violence. So there we go. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, like I said, there's probably far more wiggle room than potentially. Yeah, than what they were thinking before. Yeah. <laughs> But also, to be fair, I mean, when you're not publishing your own thing, you do have to follow certain rules. I mean, everyone has a boss, and then Bungie became their own boss. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you only find out the freedom of, of that you really have or not when you become your own boss. <laughs> oh, has anyone looked into doing the new PlayStation service plans now? I'm tempted you know to what? go to the middle plan. I was going to talk about that mm-hmm. because I completely forgot that they changed that. <laughs> I'm going to pull up the page while you're talking about it too, to see what the options are. Yeah. So PlayStation, uh, for those that don't know, are adding uh, tiers essentially to their PlayStation plus program. It is essentially, it, it's got to be in response to game pass. It's got to be. Um, but what they're doing, now, I'm going to explain this, and it's going to be awful, because, again, this is how I see it. But, anyhow, so regular PlayStation Plus, or the Essential Plan, does not change. Like, the pricing doesn't change. What you get out of it does not change. So, if you don't want any extra stuff, you're entirely fine. Nothing's changing. And let's just remind what that is. That's the 10 a month, or yeah. 25 for three months, or 60 for the year. And sometimes and, you can find the years cheaper, but that's the base price. Yes. Um, but yeah, and that gets you your, of course, most of the multiplayer. Uh, most games that have multiplayer, you know, for PlayStation, that's how you get access to the multiplayer. Uh, except for certain games, which are usually the subscription-based MMOs, you can get away with not having PlayStation Plus because you're, they basically provide their own platform for it so makes sense to me um and now i'm trying to find like where the plans are um oh wait it will help me if i actually go to the playstation plus instead of the store here we go all right so yeah so you get of course your share play your cloud storage your game help online multiplayer exclusive packs which are of course very nice discounts uh, the monthly games, and of course the PlayStation Plus collection. I'm assuming that's for PS5. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
which again, crazy that I even have one thanks to this amazing community. I keep reminding myself of that. Um, not really reminding, but it, it's always in my mind. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. Uh, so yes, for like $3 more a month for $14.99 per month, um, you get more games in the PlayStation Plus catalog. And it's kind of significant because you get stuff, you're going to have access to stuff like Returnal, uh, the Miles Morales. Yes. Uh, Spider-Man edition, which is fairly new still ish sort of the same thing with Returnal It's still not that old. So you get access to like some really good recent games for just, you know, $3 extra a month. Yeah. I, four, I know that's why I'm considering five, it. Five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's five extra dollars a month. Um, and like I said, you get access to almost a game pass esque collection of games. But then they have the extra tier, the premium tier. Okay, wait, no, let me. The extra tier is the last tier. Premium is this tier. I, I worded that an awful way. But what the premium tier gets. I mean, we're close to being done, but yeah, let's. Uh, gosh, I don't know what we were talking yeah. about three minutes exactly. Good lord, we'll just, that was ranting anyway, so we could probably cut it from there. Yeah. Do another I record can, scratch, and <laughs> I can, I'll, I'll figure a way to splice it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was definitely rambling. That's <laughs> no, okay. I was checking other channels. I was like, "Wait, we're down to one listener. Let me just go back <laughs> down and look." And I was like, "The fuck's the bot at?" <laughs> well, I'll just say, uh, and like you're saying, Des, and and we may have had a cutout, but um, there there's a lot to look into this, so we'll be following it for sure, and uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. there could be a lot more coming to it in the future too. Indeed. Uh, but I, one thing I do want to say is, um, you know, with Sony now, uh, quote, owning Bungie, uh, Destiny, or other games could be on the list. It would kind of make sense, right? I know, right? Down it, the road it, at some point. This potential, which it still shocks me. Like, I have to remember that technically Bungie's first party Sony now. Yeah. Because they had such a close at least talking to with Xbox for a while. I mean, of course, Destiny itself has had a relationship with uh, with Sony since its inception uh, with the much dreaded uh, console-exclusive content. Um, but, uh, but they still had, like, talking and, like, good relations with Xbox. So, I mean, kind of surprised that they're just, you know, to wrap my head around the Sony just swooped, swooped in. It's like, nope, you're ours now. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we had a good discussion this week, and uh, it'll be interesting to see um, more on the Sony news. And definitely, we are looking forward to the storyline that comes out the next couple of weeks in Destiny. Yes. And we thank all the listeners who have been in the live chat, as always. And we thank all of you that listen to this after the fact. We love you all. We love you all equally. We do. You are all worth one guy. unlimited amount of money to us in our minds where you don't have to pay <laughs> us anything. That's how much you're worth to us. <laughs> That's silly. All right. Uh, we, you're all <laughs> premium members to us. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> premium, tier, premium tier members. <laughs> all right. Um Sin, where can people get a hold of you? 
they can find me over on Twitter at sin underscore media or splicing today's podcast together with multiple tracks because our bot failed us or over on our lovely discord next to you lovely gents des premium tier member dual master raven where can they find you you can find me in the discord uh, of course wearing who knows what name um good luck figuring that out sometimes um, and of course, you can find me on Twitter at DS underscore Raven, both which places are homes for the Vestas Index, where I'm still trying to get up the gumption to finish. <laughs> There's just so many numbers to do. Um, so many. So many. <laughs> like, why did they have to add another stat? It's retroactive. <laughs> and it's on everything. It's like, crap. But anyway, Kingsley. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can find me as Kingsley Mac everywhere except for on twitter i'm mc kingsley and you can find me hopefully playing a little bit more in the future <laughs> uh you can find Sorry. our show on twitter as the guardian hub or our lovely website the guardian hub dot com the best hub on the net a nice place and i was wondering if you were wondering like come on kingsley hurry up and get done with it i was thinking about just finishing it for you so i could like hurry up and rush it out but it was like now nah, i'll let you have this one all right <laughs> just mixing it up i suppose all right well we thank everyone thank you des thank you sin and thanks to everyone who's tuned in this week and we will catch you all again next week have a good one bye later no thanks to Craig.